Welcome, everybody, to the Everlasting Love Podcast with your hosts, Joshua Rose. And Christina Rose. And today we're going to get intimate. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about intimacy. We recently started a class, and it's covering, you know, the return to intimacy Yes. by Jimmy Evans. And so that just made us think of, you know, what we need to just share about mm-hmm. intimacy with you guys. Yes, very so much. Stay tuned. Well, yeah, when it comes to intimacy, the first thing that I want to share is, you know, a lot of people, whenever they hear the word intimacy, they think of the word sex. That's what comes to mind. They automatically think, oh, if we're getting intimate, we, it we're means doing the thing. sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's automatically what a lot of people go into. And there's so much more to it. <laughs> intimacy <laughs> is so much deeper um, than just sex. There's physical intimacy. There's emotional Im- intimacy, mental intimacy, and spiritual intimacy. Yeah. And you can be intimate with your partner, your significant other, on any one of those levels. And a lot of the times, fellas, I'm sorry to say this, but your wives want it on <laughs> the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional before it gets to the physical. Yeah, well, a lot of the emotional because we're emotional creatures. Yes. That's what we want. It's because emotionally we feel that connectedness in our feelings yes you know i'm feeling this way and i just wish you could understand and a lot of it is you know having that gift of empathy you know i want to be able to understand why you feel the way you feel which is why being intimate emotionally and connecting that way um, we can then connect mentally because we're Mm -hmm. talking about these things right and Intimacy is a type of closeness. Yes, it is. So as we talk about these things, I wanted to share, you know, what exactly does each look like when it comes to being intimate with one another? Physical, we all know it's, you know, physical intimacy is hugs, kisses, cuddling, sex, you know. Um, Emotional intimacy is being vulnerable with one another, allowing yourself to be vulnerable so that it builds trust. Um, You're able to share deeper feelings deeper thoughts, um, you're connected on a whole different level. And then mental intimacy is, you know, you're sharing ideas and opinions and no one's getting offended at these things. Yeah. Uh, basically, like we talked about vision in the very yeah, beginning, that's mental intimacy. Yes, we're coming together and we're creating these ideas together, what mm-hmm. um, values we carry, you know, and that goes into spiritual. You know, what are your beliefs and your purpose together mm-hmm. as a couple you oh, know yeah. what does that look like so you know just thinking about those things it all goes back to the garden of eden you know when god created man and wife and he was intimate with them spending that quality time having that closeness in that closeness you know we're able to feel him when we have that connectedness to god then we're able to i believe love our spouse better Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, whenever it comes to my personal relationship with God and being able to hear from him, you know, having that time spent with him to talk to him, to pray with him and just pray and worship. You know, he he puts certain ideas in my head and certain things. And I'll tell Christina about it. And it's almost like confirmation. You know, it's like God downloads something to me and then I tell her and she was just like, you know, I was literally just praying about that or talking about that. And that is that spiritual connectivity that I have to the Heavenly Father. 
And that's where spiritual intimacy starts. Yeah. You know, it starts with your personal relationship with God. And when I don't have that intimacy with him in the morning and that quiet time, it affects my day. And, you know, spiritual intimacy starts with your personal walk with God. Yeah. And like I said, it all goes back to the Garden of Eden. Yes. You know, where that closeness once was. And I love that you shared that because I feel like when that's off, then a lot of our other things will kind of be off. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what he did with Adam every day, even before he created Eve. He and Adam had walks together in the coolness of the day. We have to get back to that. You know, just like, like I shared the class that we're, we're in right now, it's called return to intimacy, Mm -hmm. but to kind of bring that back into your relationship, there doesn't have to be anything going wrong in your relationship or, you know, you could be, I mean, there's, we have newlyweds in our class, you know, it's it's really just resetting focus. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back to it. And the same thing is, you know, returning to intimacy with God. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It's that connectedness. Marriage should be the most intimate relationship that anybody has other than the relationship you have with God. Um, It should be, you know, stronger and more intimate than a father-son relationship, a mother-daughter relationship, a mother-son relationship, father-daughter relationship, friendship relationship, anything like that. Your marriage should be on the peak priority of the most intimate relationship that you need. And with that being said, you know, having that intimacy, you can build it in many different ways. I know that Christina and I, we take part and set alone time away uh, to discuss things throughout the day, throughout the evening, things that we've had through the week. And we really sit down, kind of like our last one with the vision board. We all, we, we, we come together and talk about pretty much everything, whether it's finances, um, just how our days are going, parenting, uh, future <laughs> goals. People, uh, people wouldn't see talking about finances as intimacy, but it is because you're coming together as one. So you're, yeah. you know, like I shared about it being a, a closeness, Yes, you know, and when you become one, you tend to put your bank accounts together. And even if you don't share the same bank account, you still have a responsibility to steward money together. Yes. So I like that you you said that because most people will be like, what are you talking about? That is not intimate at all, but it is, you know, and it's almost like we're looking at each other naked as far as spending money. Like what are our money habits? Tax season is upon us, you know? So it makes me think of like when you take your, your W2 or whatever form you have to a tax preparer and you're showing them like you're being naked in that area with them. So yes, it is intimate, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm glad that you shared that because most people wouldn't think that that is an intimate thing. But when you're building intimacy, there's different pieces of intimacy that you have to put together in order to get to Mm -hmm. the sexual intimacy. Oh yeah. The vulnerability has to be there in every aspect. Right. And one thing, one of the reasons that I did say finances and us coming together and talking about finances to grow intimacy is we had complete different spending habits when we came together. Right. And we honestly didn't know how to work together until we sat down and decided to work together. Right. And that right there is what it is. Intimacy is togetherness. It's closeness. And we decided to do that. Yes, we worked through it. And when you go back and look at statistics throughout people's fighting and divorces, 90% of it involves money. 
Which you is, know, is, is insane. You know, it's all it, like most fights start with money. Right. Or uh, they're about money. They're about finances. So that's how you can gain a closeness and intimacy is discuss your finances. Right. Come together about it and find a game plan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, I guess you would say that's like mental, intellectual intimacy. You know, mm -hmm. talking about things like that. Talking about ideas like you shared. The vision that we talked about in the first podcast, you know, that's creating a form of intimacy in your relationship by taking that um, inventory of your relationship, yes. you know, digging deep as to what didn't work, what does work for us, mm -hmm. because not every relationship runs on the same fuel. Yeah. So, so true. understand how one likes to be loved or how one feels appreciated, how mm -hmm. one feels valued. That goes into emotional intimacy. Yeah. But it could also be physical intimacy. Uh -huh. I, I think actually love languages unlock everything. It does. Every form of intimacy because it's got, um, we can quickly go over them because we have another episode. You'll find yeah, love languages. you can languages. find where we talked about it, but we can um, touch on it real quick. But, you know, it's got physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation. Gift giving. Gift giving. And... Uh, quality time. Quality time. So all of those... Just even hearing them, you know, you can believe that there's closeness involved. There's mm -hmm. some sort of unification, oneness oh, yeah. in that. And, um, you know, love covers a multitude of sins. It says that in scripture. And it does that because of the intimacy of love. Yes. How it is expressed and how we're shown. Really intimacy, we can take it back to the love verse in mm -hmm. First Corinthians. So, you know, reading all that. You know, you get a better understanding of what intimacy looks like. Mm -hmm. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is kind. But patience, is, it means being able to wait with a good attitude. Yeah, you another know, word long for patience suffering. is long suffering. Exactly. So it's like, okay, if love is patient, that means it endures the long suffering. So yes. every relationship is going to have some sort of suffering because of mm -hmm. the testing of our faith together. Yeah. And like I've even shared before in previous podcasts is... Marriage is a blessing because you don't have to suffer long alone. by yourself. Yeah, you don't you have alone. someone there with you. Yeah, to lean on, to confide in, to right. talk to, to someone to lift you from, up, to someone to encourage you, up. Yeah, you. Somebody to pray for you, somebody that can, you know, be your partner, to right. be that person who can go into battle with you. Right. To have your back. And that right there is a form of intimacy. Very much so. When someone can go and have your back and battle with you. That intimacy gets that much stronger. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm going to share a verse real quick. And it's because, you know, us as human beings, we're body, soul, spirit, mind. And that touches on all the intimacy. So this is First Thessalonians 5.23. And it says, Now may the God of peace himself make you completely holy, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept entirely blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are created to be a person but we have many different levels and those many different levels have a different type of intimacy throughout them right. you know like we said you have mental intimacy you have emotional intimacy spiritual intimacy and physical, physical intimacy and so one thing that you can do to gather like say for your spiritual intimacy emotional intimacy is connect as friends yeah. you know you know we we did a podcast about dating one another and the law of pursuit. Yeah, companionship. And so 
that right there is a strengthening in your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual, and it can be physical. Like just pursuing each other as friends, dating one another, talking, watching movies together. Because hugging is physical. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have sex to be intimate. Like that is the, I think that's like the, uh, the reward, I guess you would say, as far as getting married, you know, when God created Adam and Eve is like when he said, be, go forth, be fruitful and multiply. That was the reward that we're able to because sex is a form of intimacy in which creates more life. Yes. Therefore it creates more love. Mm Mm-hmm. So when we multiply, that's a greater form of intimacy, something that God allowed us to do yeah. as husband and wife, Yes, you know, so that we can... And it just plain feels good. <laughs> so that we can, um, you know, love people and create more people. Yeah. <laughs> so... Oh, yeah, you can definitely be, you know, find that intimacy whenever you do become parents, you know, because you created another life with your spouse. Right. And, you know, God created that life. He knitted it together in the mother's womb, but y'all came together as one, the way it says in scripture and gained that intimacy as one to create another life, to have that baby come out. And then you get to have intimacy with that child, with that uh, kid that you're going to be raising in all forms. The way God desires intimacy from us as our father. To teach them the right things, to do the right things, you know, Mm -hmm. direct them, you know, raise up a child the way he should go and he will not depart from it. You know, that's in scripture. That is what we are supposed to do is show our kids how to be people, how to be God-fearing people, how to be a good husband, how to be a good wife, be that role model for your children, be that example, lead by example. And, you know, that's another form of intimacy. I know whenever I see Christina doing things with the kids in a certain way, it just, it it fills me up whenever I see her help them with their homework and talk to them about this and all the things that she does whenever she's just so involved with them in their work, their schooling, um, their projects, whatever it may be, helping in every way, shape and form. And just how good of a mom she is makes me feel good. You know what I mean? I I look at that and it it does. It just, it makes me feel good in that. And it just, I would have to reciprocate that. That's awesome to me. It feel good when I see you doing things with the kids because I really didn't have a father growing up. So, you know, and you really didn't either, to be honest. I mean, parents can be there without being there. I'm very big on, you know, if you're going to be here, be present. (laughs) You know, there's a difference. You know, it's so important when you're creating intimacy to be present in that moment. Yeah. Because, Time is a thief. Oh, yeah. And we don't get it back. So, when you're building a relationship, all these pieces of what creates intimacy is important. And it should be at the top of your list. You know, what are you Uh doing to build mental intimacy? What are you doing to build physical intimacy? What are you doing to build emotional intimacy? What are you doing to build spiritual intimacy? Because at the end of the day, you know, the world, it's like, well, we're going to be intimate this way. We're going to have sex and. That's all it is. That's all it is. We, you know, when people just want to get physical, oh, it's nothing. It's like, no, there is a deeper connection there. When you have that form of intimacy, you're intertwined. There's like a whole different level of oneness. That's what I was trying to get to yeah. earlier. Um, there's a whole different level of oneness that you experience. It's like you experience everything all at once because you're together physically. Yeah. You know, you're actual, a, a one person Yeah. in that if we're not careful when we're just doing the physical intimacy things with 
people that aren't our spouses, um, we can create soul ties and it, it goes into the spiritual aspect of it and it can create a big mess. Yeah. Cause when you're very unhealthy, sex, yeah, most definitely. But when you're having sex, you connect on every aspect of intimacy, right? You're connected physically, you're connected spiritually, you're connected emotionally, emotionally and you're emotionally, connected emotionally. Yeah. You know, just how deep intimacy is and how important it is in a relationship because getting back to, you know, when people say, well, we just have sex and that's all it is. You know, it's, that's not all it is because as humans, we desire more. more. Yes. And doing those things creates like a dysfunctional attachment or unhealthy attachment that creates a bigger mess. And it's like, well, we're not following how God designed yeah. marriage or even relationship to be. Yeah. And so then, you know, we fall flat on our faces and then don't understand why we're hurting. And it's like, well, you kind of put yourself there because that's mm -hmm. not how God created it to be, exactly. you know. But with the building, the mental intimacy and everything like that, you want to, like when our kids leave the nest, yeah. you know, we want our relationship to be strong still. We want to still have that mental intimacy. Oh, yeah. We still want to have that emotional intimacy um, because it's all about connection. Mm -hmm. You know, are we still able to connect on these levels without it being like, well, we just focused on the kids all the time. Yeah. We just focus on our connection there, you know. And yep. I get it, you know, we have, we, as humans, we've got different relationships, so it's like hard to keep up sometimes, or mm -hmm. I feel like, or it can be overwhelming. It's like, oh my gosh, I've peopled enough today, you know? <laughs> so, yes. um, it, it, you just have to, in your marriage relationship, you just have to keep it a priority Oh yeah. and never stop giving, mm -hmm. you know, cause God called us to be servants and I know everything starts at home, so it's like, okay, how are we serving each other here yeah. at home so that we can then go out and serve those that God calls us to serve? Yeah, agreed. So with all that being said, because you were making some excellent points, there are also things called intimacy blockers. Right. You know, things that distract you from gaining that intimacy. Yeah. Like, you know, we may be watching a TV show together, but we still need to set apart time after that tv show like still have our pillow talk still you know have our downtime together so that we can discuss and you know have that mental and emotional intimacy together before we go to sleep like what we like to do whenever we talk and we discuss our day and things like that so you don't want the tv to be a distraction to where you don't get that time i like that you said intimacy blockers because we can talk about that a lot yeah, um, with a lot of different things because, like I brought up the kids, uh -huh. those can be intimacy they can. blockers they if can you allow be. them to be. Yep. Um, if they take priority over your spouse, yeah, most definitely, and keep you from cultivating your relationship with your spouse. Yes. Um, your job can be an intimacy blocker. Yes, it can. Um, your finances can be an intimacy blocker because if yep. you know anything that really causes separation or division uh -huh. from or your takes spouse precedence. or takes precedence. Gosh, that just makes me think of a bunch of intimacy blockers that oh, we yeah. do. The to cell keep phone us is from, a big one. To keep, well, I'm talking about to keep, not just in a relationship, but I'm talking oh, about yeah. us with God. Like, oh, what are we yeah, doing that definitely. blocks us from connecting? Because uh -huh. at the end of the day, intimacy is about connecting. Yep. We can't form an intimate relationship without connecting. Yeah. And return to intimacy is all about getting back to priorities. Even like, yeah. what does that look like? What is your connecting? with your significant other look like or if you're not if you don't have a significant other quite yet what does your intimacy look like with god uh -huh. where are you connecting with him 
intellectually. You know, that could be reading your Bible, allowing him to download things, his wisdom, his yeah, knowledge, his knowledge um, giving you a revelation in that yep. spiritual is that spiritual connection of you that you get the fulfillment and the joy that you get when you read his word or you know, uh, you're outside or something and there's like a God kiss. What? Oh yeah. You see, you know, him work. Yes. right. You know, cause God <laughs> talks to you in your own language and yes, which you does. will receive it best. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then the, the physical is like what we do in reverence to him, like our praise and worship. We're giving him that physical intimacy. Yes. Is it, is it, are you bowing down? Are you weeping? Of... Are you raising your hands? Um, you know, that's spiritual and physical. Yeah. Basking in his presence. Right. Yes. Soaking. Yeah. And the emotional is just the weeping. Like when you have that connection, it's everything just meshes so well. Yes. The intimacy and, it does. and your relationship gets stronger. It does. You grow a strong relationship with God when you're, you're doing all that. And you grow a stronger relationship with your significant other when you're yeah. doing those things. You know, whenever you grow that strong relationship with God and you're able to feel that and see that and seek that, then it gives you the ability to also have that intimacy with people that you interact with, mainly your spouse, your right. kids, your family, and you're able to have that greater understanding right. because you went to the source for it. Yeah. And so that's where we're able to love yeah. others and even love ourselves. Well, yeah. The way God said, when we so. go, right. <laughs> when we love him first yes. with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Yes. Yeah. You know, and what reminded 12, me about 30. the whole, uh, you know, intimacy blockers is whenever you were talking about time earlier, right. you know, putting forth the time, right. you know, because if you do not put forth the time or you're distracted so much that you don't have time, quote unquote, you know, that right there is an intimacy blocker. Yeah. You know, so you you're really standing have to in put, your way. You're being yes, the intimacy blocker exactly. in that moment. So you have to put forth an effort. You have to be intentional. You have to be willing to do some things, prioritize some things so that you can get back to intimacy. Right. You know, and it's um, very important, especially for couples that have been together for a long time or even couples that just married a year even. You know, it's like, okay, we got married. What do we do next? Well, what did you do in the beginning? <laughs> exactly. it, it all goes back to the power of pursuit, yes, like we talked about, you know, the importance of pursuit, pursuing one another. Um, that's how you cultivate intimacy. That's how you sow into it. You grow it, you know, and make your relationship stronger. Really paying attention to what are our intimacy blockers. Yeah. You know. You have to seek them out. You have yeah. to find them so that you can see them and try not to do them. You know what I mean? Right. You got you to gotta try to put those on the back burner. Get away from those so that you can grow toward gaining the intimacy with God, with, you your know, spouse. your spouse, with... Or whatever relationship, you know. Yeah, whatever you, relationship you have if you're not father, married. Father, son, father, daughter, mother, daughter, mother, son, you know, whatever. Wherever you need to grow a connection or create a stronger connection. Yeah. Even. So, um, I, I guess that's all we have to share today. I, You know, just <laughs> returning to intimacy. And like I said, you know, we were, ta we're taking a class right now. We're able to table lead. And talk about returning to intimacy, you know, getting back to our first love. Remember yeah. I said it all ties back mm -hmm. to love. So. It's almost going back to basics. Right. I mean, it you really is. You know, what is. does that look like? Having that naked relationship. Yeah. And, and there's different levels of intimacy. It's like Josh said, you know, a marriage relationship is the most. The highest priority the highest, other than God. Right. And it's the most vulnerable form of intimacy that you'll have. Yeah. Besides your 
connection with God, you know, your intimate relationship there because God knows you in and out. Yeah, he created you. Because he created you. And mm. <laughs> he He just waits for you to come out and confess and repent and all the things. Yeah, because he already knows all the things. Right. I mean, he's but just he's waiting, waiting for you for to you. <laughs> And so, you know, like Josh said, there's just different levels of intimacy when you have a different relationship. But in this case, you know, returning to intimacy is breaking the familiar, getting familiar with what your intimacy blockers are. Yeah. And breaking that cycle of allowing the enemy to come in to steal, kill and destroy your relationship. Amen. Yep. And a lot of times it's unintentional, but we, we have to be aware and study how the enemy likes to come in to steal, kill and destroy. So we're better in the battlefield. Yeah. Cause when you're aware of it more so you can see it yeah. when it's about to happen right? or when it's happening. So it's gaining that awareness you know, understanding that, oh, you know, this, this right here is a distraction. This, this is an intimacy blocker. This is something that keeps me and my spouse from talking about this. Right. So I need to get out of my own way, be vulnerable in this area. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of the comfort zone and become intimate with my spouse in this area. Right. So. So I think that's all we have to share today. So before we close out, we say a prayer. Yes, I will. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now and we just pray over everybody under the sound of my voice that they are able to get out of their own way and find what their intimacy blockers are so that they can find intimacy with their spouse, with you, Lord God, or yes. whatever. Are able to return to intimacy. Yes, get back to that intimacy, Lord Jesus, whatever, whatever relationship that they're uh, focused on, especially if they are a husband and wife, that they can return to intimacy with one another and get back to the basics. And I just pray over them that they're able to seek and find the intimacy blockers so that they can put those down and they can get out of their own way, Lord Jesus. And they can, you know, return to intimacy and see what that looks like and find what that looks like in every aspect of their life. And strengthen um, the relationship. Yes, to strengthen the relationship with one another, to strengthen, to strengthen the relationship they have with you, Lord God, and get back to the intimacy with you because you are the most important relationship that we have, Lord Jesus. And I just give you all the praise and the glory, and I pray a hedge of protection over everybody under the sound of my voice, and I rebuke and bind the enemy from coming to steal, kill, and destroy, or to spread lies. I just claim it and declare it in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time. God bless.